Good day, folks. It's Jay from JTalk. And of course, we've got our wonderful co-host, Mr. Harley, Nick from the Nick Tribe. I threw that one out there because I hadn't ridden the Harley in a while. Oh yeah, see, you caught on. There you go. Yeah, hey, yep. I hadn't ridden. I hadn't ridden Holly. Her name yeah. is Holly. I hadn't ridden Holly in a while. Yep. But yeah. What's going on, brother? Did y'all have a breakup? Are y'all good? No, you. You know, we're just <laughs> we're we're not. We don't have a lot of focus on our relationship at the moment. <laughs> oh, okay. She hadn't let so, you down though. No, there might be some unrealistic expectations <laughs> between our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, People were like, why the hell are they laughing? Well, <laughs> you're fixing great. to find out. Yeah, that was a great segue. That was beautiful, man. I love you that you did that. That's good. Oh See, that, my gosh. That's how that works. I know. That was beautiful. <laughs> okay. Unrealistic expectations. Okay. Just about the motorcycle. What's the unrealistic expectation? That's pretty funny. She expects well, she you to off every time. Yeah, <laughs> she expects me to ride her. Right. <laughs> That's why I named her a female. She expects me to ride. No. Ride her hard or just ride her? Ride, no, you know, just ride her. Yeah, she don't like that hard riding. She, she okay. likes that smooth roads, the country roads, you know. I know. I'm messing with no you. No gravel. Right. No ditches, <laughs> no dirt biking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the problem with the whole thing is she's wanting me to ride her, and I haven't been able to ride her. Yeah. You know, riding around the city is is very stressful. It is. You know, getting in traffic and getting on the highway and stuff like that. Man, being in Bandera, you got to ride through a little bit of city, but then you're out in the open. Yeah. You know, it's beautiful. I don't know if it's good or bad or whatever. Yeah, and the beauty is just just incredible. But riding around the city is just tough. It's and for me to get where I'm at to the country takes a good 30, 35 minutes before I'm out there and out on the open road. You right, know? yeah. So, yeah, and in the first 15, somebody could run your butt over, and you'd be like, well, oh, yeah. Sorry. It's so Houston. you're constantly alert and being prepared. Yep, yep. Yeah. So, anyway, unrealistic expectation. That's This a is one. a conversation that just, it's it's going to go... It's going to be some serious ups and downs because we it, it, there's different relationships that you can talk about where people just have unrealistic expectations. I so now say that three times in a row. I know, right? Real <laughs> fast. Yeah. Have, so you, we, we, and both of us are like, we're going to talk about unrealistic expectations. <laughs> say it slow. But, you know, it's funny you talk about that because, like, narcissist, unrealistic expectations. Absolutely. Okay, you know, um, feminist, unrealistic expectations, at least the extreme feminism that isn't today. And then, you know, toxic toxic masculinity, unrealistic expectations. So it's, come on, folks, it's both sexes. It ain't just one. You know, so yeah, it's two men talking about it, but you think we don't call out our own kind? I mean, we'll, we'll call it oh, like yeah. we see it, you know. So I wonder if I've ever had, well, I would imagine that I have been called out thinking that I had an unrealistic expectation. 
Uh. You know, like, has anybody ever come to you and said, you're asking too much of me, or I can't fulfill those needs, or, you know, things like that? Yes, I have had people say that, and it's generally because they didn't feel... A good, a good example of that was, is I think it was a year and a half ago, I dated someone who couldn't make time for me on the weekend. Okay. Okay. But for me, who works during the week and who has a kid on the weekend, but I have a babysitter on the weekend sometimes, it's better for me to date on the weekend. Right. So for them to have an unrealistic expectation of me to be able to go out on a date during school nights. Yeah. You know, and then I told them flat out, you know, Hey, I need some of your time on the weekend. And they were like, well, I just don't have time for you. And like, well, okay. Then this is not a good relationship. Right. So it, were they working or dating somebody else or kids? I mean, what was their, what was their reasoning why they didn't have time on the weekend? Partying? I, don't I know. know a bunch. Of, <laughs> no, as I was gonna <laughs> yeah, say, yeah, they they did a work a little bit on the like, weekend, you know, but not right, they, most okay. of their work was during the week. But you know, and, uh, so, yeah, so they were a work teacher. like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then have like Tuesday, Wednesday off, and things like that. I mean, right? I could understand if that was the case. No, this and one, had kids. Right. You know. This one did no kids. Was a professor. So the only thing they did to do on the weekend was grade papers, maybe. Right. You know, but they like to hang out with their friends or go down to Galveston at, at a, you know, whatever, you know. They- so that's not an unrealistic expectation. That sounds like a situation ship. <laughs> but in I, her I eyes, got- in her eyes, I had an unrealistic expectation. Well, maybe. <laughs> Let's just be so honest. You should just you should just flat out said, you know what? I get it. I understand you want to do things on the weekend. So why don't we just, you know, why don't you just come over Tuesday night, you know, once a week, and I'll cook you dinner, and we'll go to the bedroom, and then you can go do your thing. I have my kid at night. Come on, man. I ain't doing that. Well, just tape her mouth. <laughs> oh lord oh, lord yeah you see what i deal with folks come on you, yeah, know? you know i'm just saying there's a way around it i i know there's a way no around she didn't want to give up her time on the weekend and that was that was it why was she even dating in the first place i know that's what i told her you know maybe you and i have an unrealistic expectation that we're going to date somebody yes and we like them and we want to spend time with them and we would hope that we would be in their top two or three in priority, you know? Right. If they have kids, the kids come first. That's obvious. Right. 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 You know? So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe we have the unrealistic expectation. Maybe we're just, you know, we're just two handsome men for booty calls. That's what, you know, I guess that's the way life's got to be. Dude, I know. It's kind of crazy. But, I mean, for me, I didn't think it was... It's sort of like we go back to this, um, are you needy 
or you found someone to fulfill your need. Right. But finding someone to fulfill your needs seems unrealistic because they consider you needy, you know, because there's like you're being you're you're being you're being too demanding of my time. And it's like, no, not really. I'm asking you to fill my needs. If you can't do that, then we're not a match. And that's fine. And that's that's what people can't understand. Just say, I can't fulfill your need. I'm good with that. Tell me that I'm good. So that is funny. But that's not what they're going to do. You know, we've had discussions about, you know, we see some red flags or yellow flags or green flags and you see all that in a relationship, but you kind of choose to overlook them. Yes. Some of us don't like being alone. So we put up with those little sacrifices until it just gets to the point where you're just like, it's overwhelming. You know what I mean? And then it all becomes, it almost becomes like bitter about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Resentment. Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You forget, you let the things go that kind of bother you a little bit, and then they escalate, escalate. The next thing you know, you resent the fact that you did that. Yeah. When you actually probably weren't a match to begin with. Right. But it was okay and fun and stuff like that, you know. Honeymoon period, everybody ignores a lot of shit. I mean, come on, let's be honest. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and and for years we've been talking about, you know, six months, stuff like that. And back in the day, I was like, two years, you'll definitely know. But in the last 12 years of being single, that that honeymoon phase is over more sooner than than that. Right. Three months, six months. (laughs) I know. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden the true colors come out. And I'm not saying that the person that I was dating, their true colors came out. Maybe my true colors came out. You know, right. if I if I thought they were attractive and funny and things were going good and there were a couple of red flags, no big deal. And then six months later, I decided to be who I really am instead of the, you know. Right. You know, it happens. It does. It does. I don't know. Why, why do we do that? We put unrealistic <sighs> expectations on ourselves in the beginning. Well, that is true. That is funny. And then yeah. ruin it because they're going, hey, you're not, what, ha- what happened to the, you know. Right. Exactly. That's a good point. I mean, I get it. When you get in the bedroom, you know, everything's new and exciting and quick, you know, and then you start to learn one another and then you get into a good rhythm and then that thing slows down and then it slows down, then it stops. Right. You know. And that's sad. You really have to work. You really have to work on a relationship. Right. Really do. So you learn to sit down and communicate calmly and rationally and say, look, these are my feelings. This is a way. And hey, there was a situation that we went through, you know, a week ago. And I've been having me sit down and talk to you about it. And I want to do it calmly. Right. Yeah. If you do that, then, you know, you can keep steamy stuff, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So me and Nick talked a little bit about this. He's got some unrealistic expectations. Here I am bumping my microphone. Sorry about that. Um, He's got some unrealistic expectations. I've got some. And so I'm going to start off with doing expectations women have for men, but I'm going to finish with unrealistic expectations men have for women. So it's going to be an interesting because, you know, Nick's got his little batch that he wants to do. 
I've got right. something that I want to do. We're going to make the show. It, it could get a little argumentative. could be a little interesting here. So, you know, folks, just uh, grab hold. Let's go with this. Let's do it. Yeah. So, okay, I'm going to, you first, man. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you go first. Okay, so the ones the ones I picked out are on. There's a couple websites, but I'm kind of focusing on this particular one. I don't know if it's gender specific, right? So it can go either way, and it starts off number one. You expect your partner to always look attractive, always. <laughs> now, now that is, is that unrealistic? Really <laughs> yeah. Now, can you get into detail about that? Yes. When you want to go out in public, you want to look good. I get that. Right. You know, I'm not going to demand my significant other to be flawless if we go to Walmart. You know right. what I mean? Right. So I don't think I have an unrealistic, I don't think I have that expectation about this particular one, but it can be. No, no, you're not going out there looking like that. Go what? change your clothes. Well, you you know, ever said that to your significant other? I don't know if I've ever said that, but I don't remember my ex ever wearing anything that crazy. And we've all right. been to Walmart and we've seen what crazy looks like. So, you know, I mean, you let's, let's be honest. Yep, yep. So I don't think I've ever been or seen anything that, I mean, we see people dress like that. That's just like, how in the world did you get out of the house looking like, a, you know, and right. it, it it's shocking. I mean, we went bowling. <laughs> we went bowling, <laughs> and Paul looks over at me, and you remember, he's like, damn, that girl needs a hairnet. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Her skirt was so short, she showed everything to the world. Okay? Right. It, he literally, oh, that was funny as hell. I don't remember exact. That wasn't the exact word. I think he said something along the lines, "Her skirt is so short that she needs to wear a hairnet." Yeah, yes. that was. It was funny as hell, dude. But he wasn't lying. It's like, right. really, you're going to come in public. You're going to bend over throwing a bowling ball, knowing that that skirt is exposing everything. Yes. You know, and I was like, what and the yes, hell? It, huh? Yes, it was. Right. I mean, I was like, what yeah. the hell is he talking about? I look over, and just as I look over, here she goes and throws the ball, of course, and it was. Dude, she exposed yeah. her, and she yeah. did need to wear a hairnet. Anyway, but. <laughs> <laughs> so The sad part about getting old and wearing glasses, they, my glasses must have been fogged up at that point. <laughs> I don't remember seeing that. <laughs> but it, it was funny. It was, come on. It, it, but the sad thing is, is that was real. That was, that's crazy. So do you think her significant other told her, you're not going out in public. I want you to dress like this. I don't think Maybe he did. Maybe he wants her to show off her, you know. He wants to show off his prize. So that would be an unrealistic expectation to make. I've never had anybody tell me, uh-uh, you're not going out like that. Go out and change. I think that is a, a legitimate, unrealistic expectation to try to force your significant other that you always have to be on point, dressed, makeup, hair, whatever, right. before you walk out the door. 
Right, but here's the whole thing. Okay, ask that question. Say that. What's that line again? Say it specifically. Always. You, ex you expect your partner to look attractive. Always. Right. Okay, think about that, though. Okay, because that's not saying in public. That's saying always. So here's the kicker there. What happens when people get sick? Right. People are snotty, whatever, sweating, you know, they don't want to take a bath, they don't want to whatever, they smell funky. Right. You're not going to find your significant other attractive when they're sitting on the toilet with uh, food poisoning or when they've got snot running down their face. Those are all the things that they're talking about. You can't right. expect them to look good all the time they're 24 human. 7 yes yep. exactly that's unrealistic it's just unrealistic it's, it really is unrealistic and if you're expecting yep. that yeah no it ain't gonna work so yep. go ahead yeah you may go for mine you want to you want to back and forth it, it that's fine but do you have any other comments about that one no, no, no. Yeah, that was it. That was just like, that's unrealistic. Yeah, you see, because, yeah, because, no. I mean, I'm like, you know, the funny thing is, I find most women, and this is crazy, but I find most women really attractive that first morning, makeup's off, hair's just kind of crazy. It's, it's, you know, it's that natural beauty look that I find right. insanely attractive. And most women are like, that's when I look at my worst. And most of the time, it's right. not your worst. Let's be honest with you. When you're sick, something else like yeah. that is, that's when you're really at your worst. That's not your worst. I mean, honestly, that's just a natural look. I mean, it, it, most, there are a lot of women that are really beautiful at their natural look, and they hide yeah. it. And it's just my opinion. So, okay. I got you. Yeah. And I agree. You do? I agree with you on that. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, okay. So, not to say they don't look really great when they do their makeup and all dressed up. I'm just saying that's something that exactly. really, yeah, exactly. So, unrealistic dating expectation women have for men. Number one, he's supposed to be good at manly tasks. What the hell does that mean? So, uh, think of it like this, okay? If you date a guy, you expect him to be able to change a tire, change oil, mow the lawn, weed eat, you know, all of all the, right. okay? Stuff like that. Right. Right, okay? Okay, yeah. How many of us have had a hard childhood and growing up as teenagers and younger that we've spoiled our children and did everything for them, but forgot to teach them. Oh, good point. You know, how, yeah. how, can, we, how can we say, <clears throat> you know, how can women say, well, you know, he should be a manly man. He should be able to know how to do this. Well, if nobody, nobody's ever taught him, is that his fault? Well, if that's what she's expecting, then yeah, it's not, it's her unrealistic. Right. You know, no. but I'm just talking about today's society because it's really, it is unrealistic. You know, it's sort of like, you know, you see the jokes all the time where the parents are like, hey, I need you to run in. Here's my card. Go, my, go buy me some uh, blinker or light fluid. 
parents. <laughs> you know, the kids go in, they ask the question, and it's just like, what the hell are you talking about? And the kids come back out. I can't believe you did that to me. You know, it's just like, if we don't teach our kids, how can we expect them to know common sense, normal life shit? Right. You know? And Hopefully we do. I mean, as, you know... Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I've tried to do the best to teach my kids, you know, how to do those things that you were talking about, change tires and change oil and do, you know. Oh, I, I know 100% my boy know, doesn't know how to change the oil. He could change a tire, but he does not know how to change the oil. 100%. Yeah, but it's so easy nowadays. YouTube. I, now, yeah. I, re, I digress on the whole thing, but still. Right. You know. Right. YouTube has changed some of that. I won't disagree with you. But by the same token, if you're introduced, okay, if you picked up a gun and you didn't know how to shoot it and nobody taught you, what would you do? Right. You know? And so that's one of the things. Now, I've taught my son how to hold a gun, how to point a gun. You don't put your finger on the trigger unless you're ready to pull, uh, shoot it. You know? Right. All of those things. You don't point it at anyone even when it's unloaded. You know, there's right. all those common, what we call gun safety rules and things like that. But that's those manly tasks that they're talking about. They're expecting these guys. But there are a lot of parents. And the reason I say this, look at how many single moms there are out there because they just bail out and divorce. Right. And if a single mom is raising the kid... Where is he going to learn the manually task from? Right. Right here. My mother was, you know. I know. My mother was the one who raised me. But, yeah. So, but, I mean, and that goes both ways. No, it does. I'm just saying. I mean, it really does. Yeah. <clears throat> you you know, know, I've dated I've dated women, and these are some of my favorite, that they were the they were the boy when they were in their teens. They were the ones cutting the yard and you know doing the yard work. Right. And that's when we talk about: Do you like doing dishes or you know you know that kind of thing? Right. I do not like doing yard work. Oh. So luckily, I've had you know right ladies that like to do yard work. <laughs> that's funny. You gotta love that. I know. You gotta love that. No. You can tell oh. he was raised by his mom, folks. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with yeah, you. Yeah. You, go do, you go change the tire and the oil and do the yard work. I'll be in the kitchen. Exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm good. I'm literally good with that. I know you are. I'm just messing with you. Love dude. to cook. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are we good with that one? We can move on. That's, yeah. So here's my, here's, here's my next one. Okay. You expect to have a certain amount of sex on a regular basis. You expect right. to have a certain amount of sex on a regular basis. Okay. I don't... Is that an unrealistic? I disagree with that one. 100%. You expect to have sex on a regular basis with your significant other. Yes. I do agree, but there are stipulations in my agreement. If you both sit down and say... We need to have our 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 playtime right. or whatever you want to call it. Right. How often you you know? Right. Me talking about significant. How often in your mind? Right. 
do you want it? You know, in the beginning, it's every day. Okay. Right. Or how, you know, whatever. Right. And then that starts to trickle off when you get it, when you get past that honeymoon stage, right. how often in your thought process do you want, and then you come to a mutual agreement. Okay. So what would yours be? I don't know. If you were in a relationship <laughs> for 10 years. If, if I was in a relationship for 10 years, once a week. Okay. You know. Is that an maybe unreal? Maybe twice if we're. Unreal. If you I think don't know. It's, For me, it's not unrealistic to, to say that. Okay. Now, to my significant other, their thought process might be once a month. Right. Or five times a week. Right. You know, for me, five times a week is an unrealistic expectation. Right. You, you can't have a perfect week at work with a lot of energy and come home in a good mood. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Maybe I know. that sparks your good mood, but, I, you know. The intimacy is know. not there. That Then it just becomes you just had sex. It's, it's, it's a quickie. <laughs> yeah, it's a quickie. You know, it's a quickie. And, and there ain't nothing wrong with a quickie, you know. Yeah. But that's kind of thrown in on top of whatever your expectations are. Yeah. You plan it. Let's just say it's once a week. Right. And then, you know, and you don't even have to plan it on whatever day. Right. You know, it's like, okay, every Wednesday we're going to, you know, we're going to have our playtime. No. But then one Monday, one of you is feeling a little amorous. Boom. You know, right. have a quickie. Well, and so, you know. Do you think they wrote that because, you know, part of the issue is, is women like to weaponize sex lately. Yes. Not necessarily women, but even men do it. Well, okay, that's fair. Yeah, I, no. I've heard of a couple of men. Not as much. It's skewed one you're, side. Granted. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but it. But it, it, you're right. There are men that do it. Not, not yeah. as much, but there are men that do it as well. Yeah. So I know couples that have been married for 30, 40 years now, and he's, you know, uh, we're getting up in age, and right. he's having a little, little issue down there. Right. With, you know, the dysfunction. And right. so he chooses not to do anything about it right so they don't right and i i think that that right there is an unrealistic expectation on his part to not want to satisfy his wife when need be well you know but if I mean? she's satisfied him for 35 years he should return the favor well but no 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 if he's already satisfied her for 35 years and she's happy with that and she she's doesn't not have happy that. with that. Oh, she's not happy with that. That's what I'm saying, oh. he she's made appointments to him get testosterone, do whatever. Right. She's even gone out and bought the pills, and he right. won't take them. Oh. You know, that's an unrealistic expectation on his part to think, well, I just ain't in the mood, and I'm done. You've loved this woman. You're married to her for 35 years. You need to get your ass off the couch and make sure she's happy so that she can make sure you're happy. Right. Here's the whole thing. You know thing. how that works? Right, exactly. No, I'll, I'll give you a good scenario. If she's, she still wants that intimacy, okay, that's what yes. you're telling me. Yes. And he doesn't, he feels like he, whatever, since he can't, you know, bring it up, that he's kind of fall I'm off. sure he's feeling inadequate. Yeah, you know. exactly, exactly. But yeah. I, I will give you this. This is an interesting way to spin it. If he went 
to the doctor, did testosterone treatments, whatever, you know, took the pill, and none of it helped. Okay? Then, if she continued, it would be an unrealistic expectation. Because Very true. he Very true. had already tried to make it happen. If he made the effort, yes, that's all you can ask for. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I and mean, you don't have to go to the nth degree and get the stints or do what, you know. You, right. I get it. If he made the effort, but he's not making the effort. Well, then that's, that's not an unrealistic expectation from her. No, no, for him it is. Yeah, he's... Giving up on himself is an unrealistic expectation. Right, an unrealistic (laughs) expectation for her to give up when she doesn't want to. It's, come on, you know, you've been a couple that long. You're right. Okay, just making sure we're on the same page. Let's flip that. Okay. She doesn't want any more, and he does. Yes. He's going to take it. No... Not in a not in a rough like okay. uh, forceful no. right, but he's gonna push and she's finally gonna give in yes and do it right you know because you know a, a little bit of you know a little bit of oil or you know gel or yeah, you know something, something yeah, like exactly. lubrication yeah and as long as he's where he needs to be there it is yeah so I can't imagine that it would go the opposite way I think it would be. Let me make you happy, honey. Uh, you know, you're the one I love. You, you know, here. 35 years, too. If they've been together for 30 plus years, I mean, come on. It, yeah. Why would they you? should have a, they should have even if it's once every three months, you yeah. know, whatever they choose to do. He needs to make an effort. Right. Right. And, and, and I think you know, that I, I, if, if you think about it, if they got married when they were 20, they're only 55. You know, yeah. so even if they were 60, people are just. They've got so much vitality later in life, so much more than it was 50 years ago. You know, oh, absolutely. people are, you know, I mean, got more energy. Here I am sitting at 60 and, you know, I'm functioning just fine. Yeah, he's in better health than I so, am, folks. Amen, Sister Slater. What up? Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I just pulled that off and was going to fake it. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Here, okay. Here's an unrealistic expectation, and you're gonna laugh your ass off at this one. Uh, a man is supposed to know exactly what women want and need. Oh my God! (laughs) Are you kidding me? This is Wendy again in the realm of reading minds. I know. That's actually uh, what was it. It's, it's a follow-up line on here. It said, if I had a, a dime for every time I told my ex-wife I'm not a mind reader, I'd be a wealthy man. Exactly. <laughs> it was funny as hell. Oh, my you God. Know, and that's interesting. <laughs> that goes back to the Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus book. Yes, I know. Because we think differently. We do. You know, like what, that, that little instance where when she's in the mood for a little playtime in the bedroom, she just touches your leg. Yeah. That's not a hint. If a guy wants it, he's going to wave it in your face. Yeah. You know, it's going to be obvious the way, and I'm talking about that. 
you know, like if a woman wants you to clean the dishes after dinner and you don't normally do it, she's going to subtly hint like, wow, the dishes, you know, instead of going, hey, babe, can you get the dishes done? And if he's a good man and he's a kind man, he's going to get up and do the dishes because she cooked or whatever. Right. Okay. Just a, just a slight, but the subtlety things are the things that it's drove me crazy my whole life. <laughs> my whole life. I know. I know. Women are so subtle about those things, and then they get pissed off because you didn't pick up on their read. That's not fair. That is so unrealistic, it drives me crazy. Well, we can barely pick up when women are flirting with us. How in the hell are we going to pick up when they give us subtle hints about what they want us to do? I know. <laughs> and the ones that aren't subtle... Are the crazy ones to the ones I date? Yeah, uh, there you or go. Have, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, not all. But of I them. mean that it, it that that one right there it really gets under my skin. How do we know right with the subtleties? Yeah, you know, I, I can't. I'm trying to think of the name of the comedian that says my wife came up and she she touched my shoulder when we went to bed, and then the next morning she woke up. She goes, "What was wrong with you last night?" He's like, what? Yeah. She said, well, I, I wanted us to, you know, ha- do some lovemaking. And he's like, well, why didn't you say something? She goes, well, I touched your shoulder. I know. What's his name? <laughs> he, 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 and I'm like, that is the way it is. No. I know. No. But see, now, in this day and age, I think that's changed quite a bit. Okay. I think women have caught on to the fact that we just can't read minds and we're idiots. And I'm agreeing that all men are idiots except for the three percent guys you know no i'm not when it comes when it comes to that subtlety there are very few okay when it comes to the subtlety oh yeah exactly are idiots (laughs) yeah well i don't i don't think we're starting to realize that we're idiots it comes to those things i think they're making it a little bit more i don't think we're idiots it's just we just don't think like that let's just be exactly you know it has nothing to do with being idiots it's just that's not the way we're wired. There is no subtlety in my game at all. <laughs> exactly. None. <laughs> if I want to cook dinner, I'm going to say, hey, babe, I'm cooking dinner tonight. This is what I'm in the mood for. What do you think? Right. So she's going to know I'm cooking. Right. Or I'm going to go, hey, babe, will you cook tonight? Or, hey, babe, what are we doing after dinner? Yeah. You know, no subtlety there. I'm yeah. standing there naked. I know, right? Exactly. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. We've got beef on wow, the pan. Honey, the is full tonight. Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to but say, yeah, that- hey, honey, what are we having for uh, dinner? Hot dog. Anyway, that's <laughs> good. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Are we having Nathan's hot dogs again? <laughs> I oh, know, boy. right? Yeah, there you go. Nathan ain't coming over tonight. <laughs> but that subtlety thing, it it has haunted me my whole life. I know. Because I was married for 20 years and there were and she was a beautiful female. I'm not gonna down her by any stretch of imagination. But she would give those subtle hints and I wouldn't pick them up. Right. And to me, that's an unrealistic expectation because I had I had no idea. Right. You know, I've learned some of those over the years. But then she would hold that and hold it and hold it and hold it. And then she would hold the other things. And then all of a sudden, boom, you know. Right. And then then a fight would ensue and, you know, that kind of thing. And, yeah. 
whatever I think of this one, it always remembers reminds me of the story you told me about um what was it? Ice cream would be really good right now. Yeah. Oh, oh. I was just thinking the same thing. <clears throat> you know, there's that ice cream in the in the in the in the freezer there that sounds like really good right now. Okay. Yeah, it does. Sounds great. Go get us some. I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And yes. then they look at you like you're there. You're like, what? What is wrong with you? You're not picking up the fact, and I, I'm like, seriously. I know. All you had to do was say, "Honey, I would really like some of the ice cream. Would you go get it?" And boom, I would have jumped up and gone and got it. Right. But saying it like that, it's like, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching yeah. a TV show. I'm not thinking about it. I, no, I barely we're, registered. We're, 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 go ahead. We're both watching a TV show. Right. You know. But I mean, the point you know, is, is you're focused on the TV show. You're barely registering what she's saying. So if there's a subtle right. hint in that, it's gone. I mean, let's just oh, be absolutely. honest. Yeah. Pause the pause the movie. Little kiss on the cheek and go, man, that ice cream, it would really taste good. Would you like some? I would like for you to, you know. Yeah. That's not subtle. <laughs> that's it like... says, man, that ice cream is in the free freezer and it sure sounds good. Yeah, does. <laughs> you, you know, here's the funny thing. She could say that. Yeah, it does sound good. And But in the back of your mind, you could be like, yeah, I'm just not in the mood for any right now. Yeah. You know? And so why would you even think about, you know? It, Going up to get it for Yeah, her. exactly. You're, yeah. You're, you're not thinking about that. It's just, yeah. No, no, no. It's funny Definite as Definite unrealistic expectation. I know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, you next, man. Your turn. All right, this one, this is going to have some controversy. This is definitely going to be controversy between you and I. Okay. Hey, you ready? Uh, oh, okay. You, ex you expect your partner to pay for basically everything. <sighs> I knew it. I knew it. The minute I saw it, I'm like, oh, we're going to have fun with this one. Uh, okay. So, see... Here, here's some expectations, unex the unrealistic. Yeah. That I can throw them both ways. Okay. Okay. You go out on a date. Yeah. Things are going good. I pay the meal. Right. Immediately, she expects for me to pay for all the meals. Yes. I started that. Okay. So, where's the unrealistic expectation? Did I create that? volume going forward because i paid for the first meal yeah you know yeah so the and that's where it gets really uncomfortable for me on the first date i feel uncomfortable saying we'll split the check yes you will you won't hesitate no i don't not on the first date i i don't i i you don't what you don't, don't ask her to split the check on the first date. I don't ask her to split the check on the first date. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So, but I am a little different than you. I, I will agree with you. We 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 do have a different view. Um, good example. I'm going to use Crystal. She 
doesn't want me to talk about her on the show. I won't talk about anything else, but this one's one I can share. Crystal. Is that her name? Yeah, it was her name. Anyway. <laughs> Shit. Was that her name? No, I'm just kidding. Anyway. I, you, we just don't throw names out, Jay. Yeah. We just say this girl or this yeah. lady or, you know. It may not be her name. Anyway, we're just going to use Crystal. How about that? <laughs> Let's use Crystal, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She's not listening to the podcast, so it's all right. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. No. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the funny thing was, she said, and I, I've had this with a couple of people already, so that's why I'm kind of, you know, her response, she wanted to pay half day, okay? Because if okay. it didn't work out, she didn't want to feel obligated for anything. You know, and such, such and right. such. Okay? All right. So I made a deal. I said, look. I said, okay, if you want to pay for the date, you have to ask me out. Okay. Okay? I asked, her, right. I asked her out on the first date. Okay? And right. so I paid. I asked her out on the second date. And I paid. On the second date, she asked me out for the third date. So okay. she paid. Oh, yeah, I do remember us. I think we did talk about this way a long time ago. Well, yeah, it was a while. It was a long time ago. But the point was, right. that was my way of saying, okay, you know, if you want to contribute, then you ask me out. Because here's the other thing. If you're interested in me, you're going to make the effort to ask me out. In this right. modern world, why shouldn't she put forth the effort to, Absolutely. to ask me out? So I agree with that. Exactly. So I so we we went to a nice little what was it? We went to a little concert thing and we had no plans after the music. So while we were there, I said, why don't we go grab some food down the street? And I paid for that. Right. You know, and so that that's kind of the, that thing is, is, you know, if, if a girl, I have no problems if she wants to pay for half. You know, if she wants. either. Right. If she wants me. Now, I will tell you this. If a girl wants me to take her to a place that has $50 steaks on a first date. I'm sorry, but you're gone. You're you're on your own. You know, if yeah, no, I don't mind going to the the fifty dollar steak place, but we're going Dutch. Yeah, or no, whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'll, I'll do the Dutch. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Now yeah. I will do a twenty dollar steak place on a first date. Maybe maybe yeah. pushing it a twenty five dollar. But you know what I mean. If we go to like Texas Roadhouse, and right. they order the $40 steak off of Texas Roadhouse. Knowing you're paying. Yeah, knowing you're paying. I got a problem with that. You know, and I'll well, say see, it. You know, yeah. I want to get it. If I ever get back into the scene again, which I'm hoping to God never happens, um, I would, because I got burned a couple times. Yeah. Met a lady. We went out and had dinner. And we went, I even, we even talked and texted about, Let's go out early. If we're having a good time, we'll leave the restaurant and go, 
you know, to a sports bar or something like that and have a couple more beers, shoot some darts, play whatever. Right. 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 That was our plan for the first date because we didn't want to go anywhere loud or anything like that. Right. That was the plan. This woman couldn't eat her food fast enough. And when the meal was done, she was done. Uh, I'm going to head home. And yep. out the door she went. I should have made her pay half her dinner. Yes, 100%. Because I, I, and I even gave her a second chance. Met her back again two weeks later at the same restaurant. She shoveled her food down and hauled ass out the door. She was only there for a free meal. Yes. So after that happened, I started in the discussion saying, I don't want this to be an uncomfortable situation when we meet for the first time. We will split the check. How do you feel about that? Right. Because I'm not paying for it anymore. Good for you. I've gone out on too many first dates, and that's all they wanted was a free meal. And they're probably going out with 15 different guys a month to get a free meal. Exactly. And I've talked to women. They're like, yeah, I've done it before. I've met women. that, Oh, yeah. I know. When I was struggling financially and the divorce was over and I wasn't getting enough money in child support and I had all this. Yeah. I went on dates all the time and got free meals. The only reason I was on the date was for a free meal. And I'm like. What the hell's wrong? That's with you an people? unrealistic expectation that, there. That is an unrealistic. It, that's just flat ass. Just not disrespectful. Fair. No integrity. Yeah. No offense. Just, just my. Yeah. That's just wrong. Obviously, <sighs> I'm not dating that woman anymore. Yeah. So. Obviously. So. so. Yeah. We could. Jay. I hadn't even done five yet, and we're already 45 minutes into the podcast oh we're gonna have to do a part two next week or three or four <laughs> till i get to 12 <laughs> but i mean these i know these things these things they how do you know when they're unrealistic or not you know what i mean to some people that's the way it is that's the way i was raised this is how i want it done well okay so that that's a valid point okay i, I won't disagree with that everybody's different okay but as a society, there should be standards, what we call yes. morals and standards around how you treat people. Some of these fall into that, you know, standard, you know, expecting someone to pay for your meal when you don't expect to give anything in return. That's unrealistic. That Do you girl want to piss somebody off. You want to piss somebody off, say, I'll be more than happy to pay for a meal, but there's going to be sex afterwards. Exactly. Why is that any different? It's you're, you're hunting for a free meal. Right, exactly. And you know what? The sad thing is, is your request is not as unrealistic as her expecting you to buy her meal without anything in return. Right. Absolutely. And, and, you know, there'll be some people with some hate for that comment. But let's just be honest. If you're going Get out over. with someone and you're expecting them to buy you a nice meal and you don't expect to do anything else but just go and eat and leave, that's unrealistic. I don't care what world you're from. That's just Amen. wrong. Okay? Amen. If you're going to do that, you might as well just go out to the truck, bend over, let the guy, the guy get his juices going, and then you can bail out. But you owe him something. 
And I don't care what people say. And it, you know what the problem with that is? And you know what the problem with that comment is? And the reason why I hate that. Right. You know what the problem with that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sex transactional. And I hate transactional sex. Right. Because you're getting sex for buying her a meal. And that's not yeah. why we should be doing it. Because then at Absolutely. that point, the girl's just a hooker. You're buying her a right. meal. You're essentially giving her money so you can sleep with her. And you're a John. Because you're doing it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I right. mean, I never, I never once went out on a date and expected sex on a first date or even the first couple of dates. Right. You know what I mean? I exactly. never expected anything exactly. like that. Right. You know, but if you're only there for a meal, that's just shitty. No, it is 100%. It you know, is. And there are people that do it. Right. I, I, there might be guys out there that are good enough to do it. Well, you but know? there are guys out there that expect if I take you out to dinner, you better put out. Ex yeah. You know, that's if the I expectation. Pay, yeah. Yeah. And you know gonna, what? You know, you know, girls need to stop this shit with trying to get guys to just take them out for a free meal or a free drink. Because right. you know what? At what point do guys just get tired of, tired of it and neither one... Just say, okay, you can pay for the first meal. Or two, they start making sex transactional and say, I'll right. pay for the first meal, but you're going to bring your ass back to my place tonight and, you know, I'm going to fuck you. Excuse my language. Yeah. You the know. best relationships are on that first date when the, you both agree to split the check until you get to know one another and then you communicate further how right. that's going to go. Right. And, and even if the guy... I've been on a first date where it was a good first date, but we just didn't quite match. But it was, you could tell that she was genuinely trying. Right. And so those you don't feel bad about because she's making an effort. You know what I mean? Yeah. She tried. But that's the difference, you know? But yeah, there's too many of the ones out there that are trying to take advantage of a free meal that you just never know what the hell you're getting anymore. So. Uh, and, and it could be the other way around. If you date somebody that has a good job, a good career, they're willing to pay for their share, you know, and be responsible and not take advantage of you, then that's a good relationship. Or you could date somebody that either way where they don't have a good job and they're, you know, they're struggling to get back on and they feel like they're taking advantage of you because they're, you're paying for the meal, but they're appreciative enough to where it works. You know right. what I mean? Exactly. It's not, it's not an un unrealistic expectation. It's genuine. Right. It's, you know. Right. Yeah. Now I've been, I went on a date with one who was like, you know, look, I'm going to pay for my half. And I'm, I'm like, no, I'm good. And they were like, well, I, I don't mind it. I have a good job. And they made more than, more than I did, you know? So right. it was like, you know, look, I, that's, I know you're not here for a free meal. And that's generally, I mean, that's what it is. It's, right. you know, so, yeah. Okay. Work with me. Work, Work with, with me. Yeah, there you go. Okay, you ready for this? This is another right. good one. All right. Okay. As a man, he's supposed to take care of everything, but still allow me my independence. Oh. Hell no. That goes both ways. You could just say 
that's gender, not gender specific. Yeah, that's true. It is true. It's very because true. I know it's, it's, the, it's funny I know as hell. The same way, and yeah. I've been called out on that. On you just want your freedom. You just want a booty call. You just you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I know. That's bullshit. I that know. is just that is that is about as unrealistic as it gets. But it happens a lot. It's not like it's. Yes. It's, here's the whole thing. I would say. That has become the norm right now in my son's generation. And, and you can't deny that based on what we no. see happening, even based on what my son tells me he experiences, it's, it's really crazy, you know? Yeah, because it's like, you know, it's, um, you know, I want you to pay the bills. I want you to take care of me. I want you to pay this but I still want to go out and hang out with my friends at the bar. Right. Right. I know I work with women that have had husbands like that. Yeah. For oh, years. Right. Years. Right. She, she worked, she took care. He couldn't keep a job. I know, I know a bunch of couples, believe it or not, almost damn near more than a handful of people where he can't even hold down a job. Right. And she takes care of everything financially. Right. And he, the men are just like that. Right. Well, I, I want this and I want that. And this is the way it's going to be. And, you know, try to try to be the masculine man and the kind guy and take, take charge when he's supposed to. Right. You know, and it gets to that point where there's so much resentment in the relationship. So I'm going to ask you a good one. This one's just a scenario on trying to put it back on the man instead of being the woman. But what, what do you think about when the man is like, okay, I pay for everything. I take care of everything. And I'm going to go to the bar after work and for happy hour with my friends. And I don't care what you say. Right. Well, how's that any different? It's not. Either way, it's not. That's what I was saying. This is this is a uh, does it male or female? Gender it's, neutral, yeah, exactly, it's right. Gender neutral because right. they both do it. Yeah, See I, that? I've seen it in my life where the man gets off work, goes and hangs out at the bar, has a couple, three or four drinks, comes home about six thirty, seven o'clock, eats dinner, goes to bed. Right. But he's in the bar after work every night for an hour, maybe two. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yep. Seen it. Why? Been there. Well, I didn't. I didn't do it. Right. But, but you know, I'm the guy that says, "Come on, we're going to the bar." You know. Oh, you're saying to her, "Come on, let's go to the bar." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be like, "Come on, I, I want to go out and have a few drinks. Let's go." Right. Right. You know? Exactly. I wouldn't go to the bar and hang out without her. Why would I do that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because you're why already this spent stuff is so. Go ahead. I was going to say is, is there are some people who they need to de-stress from work. But the problem is, is when they go home, they don't view their family as a de-stressor. They don't, they haven't found a way to, you know, I don't know if there's not any peace at their house. I don't know what's going on there. It could be self-inflicted because they're not around to help. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times, if a, no offense, you, just hold on. Single parents, they struggle to discipline kids. 
When you have two right. parents, it's easier, unless you're on, not on the so same it, page. That's, you know, right. there, there are exceptions. Yeah, no, but you're right. It is better. Yes. Right. But that becomes a stressful household if the kids aren't listening, if the kids aren't obeying and doing what they're supposed to. So by going out and drinking liquor, you know, for the two hours while she's trying to get the kids to calm down and do their stuff, where's her reinforcement? Where's her... You Where's know, her stress relief? Yes. Where's her timeout? Where's her timeout? There you go. Yeah. You know, I, I used to, we never really did bar hopping when I was married. Right. And it was so funny. I'd get in the car, come home. I'd call her. Right. Do I need to stop, pick up anything? She's like, nope, just get home. Dinner's ready. It'll, ready. it'll be ready when you get here. I'd open the door and she's standing at the door, fully dressed up, made up, purse on her arm. I'm like, where are you going? She goes, I don't know, and I don't care, but I'm leaving this house. Dinner's on the stove. Kiss on the cheek. Out the door she went. Went to Walmart or went to Target. You know, <laughs> wherever she wanted to go shopping. I know. And she meets her friends there, and that's what they did. They shopped. They didn't go to the bar. Right. But she needed, She had been stressed out with them kids all day long because right. we had four boys in that house, you know. Right. So, you know, was, she was pulling her hair out. And she needed a de-stressor. Boom, out the door she went. Right. And then when she'd come home, or I'd come home, and she'd say, hey, try to get everybody calmed down. I fed the kids early so that you could have a quiet night and relax. I mean, she was really good about those things. Right. She really was. Right. But right. I'd crack up. I'd walk in the door, and there she stood, and I'll, I'd just start laughing. I'd get that kiss on the cheek, and I'm like, be safe. Keep your cell phone on you. you yeah, know? exactly. Right. Oh my <laughs> out the God. door she went. Yeah. Never once went to a restaurant or a bar or anything like that. She went shopping. Right. Whether it was grocery shopping or Walmart or Target or Clothes you know, or something. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. That's how you do that. It yeah. worked. That part worked. Yeah. No, and no, there's nothing so. wrong with that. But yeah, I mean, I never understood the I, I never understood the the happy hour. I understand it every once in a while. Okay, right. don't get me wrong. It, it's nice to get together with people from work once a month. You know, something like yeah. that. But I never understood the after work every day. I mean, we had yeah, co-workers no. that were it, like that, and I never understood it. Well, they weren't happy at home, I would imagine. Yeah. There you go. But even still, if you, even if you're going to do that, say, hey, I'll be home at this amount of time. I'll be home in... I'm going to stop and have a few drinks. I'll be home in an hour and a half. Right. If you show up in less than an hour and a half, you did exactly what you said you were going to do. That puts integrity in your heart. Right. Regardless of the whole situation. But if you stay there for three and four hours and don't return and don't call, that kind of shit gets under my skin. Right. And I see people doing it all the time. Yeah. But see, here, here's the interesting thing. And this is going to, I'm going to make a really interesting point here. But if you do that every day, you know, that's, yeah. that's, that's kind of a problem. So I, I know women right now, this is funny as hell, because I love this. Women right now hate guys that play games, video games. They hate guys that are yes. gamers, you know. But here's the funny thing. The gamer guys, they're better than the guy that's out drinking alcohol. You know why? No doubt. They're not out chasing tail. And they're at home. If you need them to change a light bulb, they're there. Or something happens, they're there to protect the house. Yes, they're exactly. Yep. 
Yeah, there's a lot of things. And I always find that funny because I'm like, which would you rather? Do you rather a guy be out with his friends drinking and maybe some girl hitting on him? Or would you rather him be at home where you know where he's at and, you know, if if something's going but on? No, I want him home to sit there while I watch my show and do what I want to do and make him do things for me. That is unrealistic. That's unrealistic. There you go. I love that one. Good one, Amen. man. There you go. I'm going to finish this off with that because okay. that happens. Yeah, it does. So we're going to yes, do a part two next week. Or three and four. We didn't even get halfway through. Yeah, I only got number three. But see, but we had a good conversation. <laughs> I mean, that was that was that, good debate. Good good, good stories, good stuff. That's good content. Yes, exactly. Amen. Exactly. Okay, any final comments for the crowd? Uh, just a one. I always want to finish off with, I love you, brother. I love you too, man. Of course, we love our fans. Um, you know, and keep on listening and keep on following. 